everybody, what's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can also call me hashtag Boss Lee or the People's Mentor. And I'm super excited to do this podcast tonight because this is actually not really going to be a business podcast. And why? Well, I, I don't know. I guess I don't know why that excites me. I love talking about business. But um, I'm actually going to be talking about my journey of my breast explant. So I'm going to talk about implants. I'm going to talk about explant. And I really think this is something that probably will need to be shared with a lot of people. And it's something that a lot of influencers don't really talk about. Um, and I don't know that it's very popular or anything like that, but quite frankly, I don't know that anything I do is very popular. And so I don't do things for popularity. I do things because I think they're right for me. So I'm going to take you way back. So for those of you who don't know, um, I, well, yeah, I don't know how long you guys have been following me for. I guess you can let me know. And as always, you can screenshot this episode, put it in your story. And we are definitely going to do fans of the week. We're definitely doing a $50 giveaway. So make sure you leave a five-star rev. Yeah. And we're, we're going to rock and roll. So. Um, in December of two, well, let's see. Okay. I kind of like always wanted implants. Um, and not because no, let's just be real about it. You only get implants because you have some kind of self-esteem like issue. And I don't mean to say that because obviously I love myself and I don't mean to say that. Um, and I guess I should leave a disclaimer that look, I'm not trying to impact any decision you have. I'm not trying to convince any of you to get implants, get rid of your implants, do whatever. I'm just telling my truth. So don't take things personally. If I say something and you're like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe she said that. I'm just speaking my truth. That's really all I do always is I just, I just speak my truth. So my truth is I definitely had self-esteem issues. I was, um, like the chubby band nerd growing up. I was so flat chested. I joke around. I was a 36 nipple. Like, and for those of you who don't know how, um, bra sizes work, you, your band is the number. So 36 inches around. And then the, the cup size, ABC, D, E, whatever, um, is your, your cup size with the amount of breast tissue you have. And so I always would joke around and say I'm a, I was a 36 nipple because if you look back in pictures of mine, like I have always had a very wide back because I don't know, it's just how I'm built and built like a linebacker or something. Um, and I was totally flat chested. Like I really didn't even really need to wear a bra except for I didn't want my nipples showing. Um, and, and that was that like, and I didn't like it. Right. Because I was always this like chubby little band nerd with like a weird, like I felt like I had a weird boyish body. Um, and not understanding that, okay, you're not done developing. You're not done growing. You're not done whatever. Um, not understanding health and wellness, not understanding how to eat for your body or your blood type or whatever, finding what works for you. I was not involved in health and wellness. Um, I just knew that I, I knew I wanted implants. And so, uh, I joined my first direct sales company. I know a lot of you know this in 2011 in January and you know, it was a very feminine company. Like everyone at every convention, it was like, boobs are out, boobs are up. You know, it was like uh, very like, I don't want to say sexual, but it was sexual. Um, and not like, it, it, that, that's the only way I can describe it. And again, this is my truth, judge it, whatever. I don't care. I'm over that company anyway. <laughs> like it's fine. Um, but I really, I mean, it just kind of exacerbated the peer pressure, right? Like I already didn't like my body. I already knew that I wanted implants. Uh, I knew I wanted to change that. I knew I wanted a, a fuller, a fuller chest. And then I would walk around and see these women, you know, all ages in their thirties, their forties, even some in their fifties with these big chests. And I was kind of like, okay, you know, um, I guess I'll just call it peer pressure, but I, you know, I, I, I wanted that too. And so, um, I set myself a goal. So I set myself a goal somewhere in the middle of 2011. And I said, as soon as I can pay for these things in cash, I will go get them done. And so in order to get that done, I needed a $15,000 a month. And 
So what I did was um, I started going for consultations somewhere around June or July of 2011. And I found a doctor who, he did a great job. I've got nothing wrong with him. His name is Dr. Adam Tattlebaum in Rockville, Maryland. And I got my, I got, I got a boob job. I got a boob job in December, December 29th, 2011, because somewhere around December 5th or 6th, I realized I was going to have my $15,000 a month. Um, I had sold somewhere around $10,000 already at that point, And I just knew it was happening. So I called him somewhere around the beginning of the month, middle of the month. And I said, I want to, you know, what's your next available surgery date? He said 29th at whatever o'clock in the morning. I said, great, I'll take it. Um, went ahead and drove to the office after deciding that he was my doctor. I believe I went to seven different doctors in Maryland before I picked Dr. Tattlebaum. Uh, if my memory serves me, which it always does. It was seven doctors. Um, and I love this bedside manner. I loved how he, how calm he was. I loved how confident he was. Um, and I remember going to the consultation and the, and I, I went in and I said, Oh, like I want like a, I want a C cup. Like I'm very flat chested. He said, okay. He said, well, the number one thing people regret is not going big enough. I said, okay. So then I ended up picking a bigger size. I ended up getting 550 cc's in my left breast, 525 in my right. So um, a little over 1,000 cc's or just under 1,100 um, at any rate. So um, I go in for surgery. I remember – this is so funny. So I, I go under. I – fully recall on the 29th I remember waking up and the worst pain I had was in my left arm um my vein had been I guess ruptured or something during surgery so I had a huge bruise from about halfway down my forearm halfway up my bicep I mean my whole arm was black and blue that hurt more than the surgery um I remember waking up now I have a very high pain tolerance which you'll probably hear throughout this podcast but at any rate I woke up I was so excited I wasn't even wrapped yet I looked down I said oh gosh I have boobs first thing I said and then I noticed my arm hurt so I sat up I remember going to the car I remember getting home I remember sleeping um I took pain meds that night um knocked out and I don't know why I'm yawning probably because I'm bored with breast implants no but I had um I had silicone high profile implants under the muscle in case anyone's wondering um so the next day I wake up and I am fine. I go, I mean, like I feel fine. I go, I do um, an at-home event because I was in party plant at the time. Um, and I, I felt good. I couldn't turn a steering wheel. I couldn't drive or anything like that. But I was, I was happy. Like I won't even lie to you guys for years, even though I'll get into it. I knew something was wrong, but for years I would say it was my best purchase. Um, up until I got the Range Rover, I would always say, Oh, my favorite purchase is my boobs. Oh, my favorite purchase is my boobs. Oh, my favorite purchase is my boobs. I just liked them. Like I never really shoved them out or anything like that. I was never really showy about them or anything like that. But the reason behind that is actually because almost immediately, um, I had shooting pains like from basically day one. And I just kind of chopped it up to, I just had major surgery. Like, I just thought to myself, oh, I'm having shooting pains and muscle spasms because these implants are under my muscle. And since they're under my muscle, my muscles are trying to accommodate them. Like, this is all in my head. So I kept getting prescriptions for Valium. Now, not like in an abuse kind of way, but I would get, I got prescriptions for Valium probably for the first year, like on and off. And, um... Then I just stopped calling, right? Like I would call, I would email, they'd say, oh, like, does it happen when you're cold? I'm like, yeah, but I get cold really easily. And they say, oh yeah, it'll probably happen for a while when you go into the, you know, like the refrigerated aisles in the grocery store, it'll tense up your muscles. Like that's normal. 
Um, and then I just never shoved them together. Like if you look through my, my Instagram, my Facebook, I never was one of those like shove them together, shove them up, like show everyone your boobs kind of person. A, just cause it's not me, but B, like if I shoved them together, um, I would get shooting pains. Like it hurt so badly. Now I was 22 at the time. I do want to put that out there because I had no breast tissue at the time and my breasts kept getting bigger. So like I went from probably a C plus cup after surgery to, um, when I was ex- when I explanted and for years now I've been a triple D like a 34, 34 triple D. Um, so I mean, massive, massive. Um, of course my implants are huge too. So I didn't really think much about it. Um, and then just, I don't know. Like, guys, nothing was really wrong. Like, I hate to... Or I didn't realize anything was wrong is really what I should say. Um, I didn't know that anything was different. Like, I didn't... It became my normal. It's the only, it's, that's, that's the only way I can explain it, is that it became my normal. And all I mean by that is, like, three years, two years maybe into it, I started noticing that I was very averse to heat. So I'm part Hawaiian. I've always been an outdoor like lover. I've loved, you know, I love ATVing. I love going out on the water. I love adventuring. I love being in hot, hot heat ever since I was little. This is all I can remember. Um, and I don't think one of my best friends in childhood listens to this, but if Megan listens to it, we would always joke around like everyone else would be in shorts and a tank top. We in summertime would still be in like sweatpants and a, and a, and a sweater. Like, just because we're comfortable. Um, about three years, two years, something like that after surgery, I would get, if it's 80 degrees or higher, and that's not an exaggeration, I probably have 60 to 120 seconds in the sun before my arm right in the pit of my arm, um, like in my elbow pit and my armpit, um, turned, like, would turn into this, this itchy rash. Um, my, my wrist where my love Nana tattoo is would turn bright red. My chest would turn bright red. And when I say itchy, I mean like, I don't know if you've ever had heat rash, but it's uncontrollable. Like it's awful. You can't sleep right. I would take allergy medicine thinking, oh, I'm allergic to the sun. I would put like ice bags or frozen vegetables or whatever on me. I'd put cold, cold compresses or whatever on my inner wrist, trying to cool down my body. And I'd never thought about the fact that I've basically like boiled my silicone in my chest. So I'm having this reaction because of the heat that is now internal. Like, I don't know if I know that's like a really severe visual, but the heat rash is debilitating. I went to Hawaii. I had to stay in the water at all times and I still got heat rash I multiple times. I mean, it's terrible. I have a Porsche. I cannot drive with the roof down. Like, and if I do, I'll do it for like a photo and then I have to put it back up and put that, the high AC on. Like I live in Texas guys because I love, I've always loved the heat. And anyway, um, adult acne, like, I don't know how to explain this to you guys, but when your body is fighting something inside of it, and I was talking to my lymphatic masseuse and she was saying, well, you people get this with even knee replacements and stuff like that. Your body's fighting a foreign object. I want you to think about those of you, maybe even with like ear piercings who get like keloids or your, your ears just even reject the piercing or maybe rejected a belly button piercing or whatever. It's just your body rejecting a foreign object. This isn't even just about 
breast implants, okay? Um, but I have had this hormonal acne on my jawline. And when I say hormonal acne, I mean like cystic acne that makes no sense. I eat a very clean diet. I have for years and I don't cheat. Um, I take high quality supplements, including a probiotic with 120 billion strains of bacteria, of healthy bacteria. I've healed my gut with every MLM product out there uh, and non-MLM product. I get the most, I have gone for every facial kind in the world. Um, photo facials have helped with it. It was still coming, like, it's the worst. It's awful being 30 years old. You have all the money in the world to try to fix your skin. You're doing everything to do it. You're eating the healthiest, cleanest, most organic diet in the world. You've healed your gut. You wash your face a billion times. Like you've tried everything and you can't get rid of it. And that was my reality. I have, and I just, just like, oh, I just don't have good skin. Like I even, and I would never do this because I would like messes everything up, but like I've watched some beauty bloggers who talk about who are on like Accutane and stuff like that. And it was at the point where I'm like, do I, am I that bad? Like, do I need Accutane? Like I'm 30 years old. I cannot need Accutane. Like this is crazy, right? Um, I've talked about it before, but food intolerances. I haven't experimented, experimented with anything yet, by the way. Um, I'm still healing, so I'm very, very strict keto still. Um, and I prefer to be very strict keto anyway, but I haven't had, I haven't tried any gluten yet. I haven't really tried any dairy yet that's not grass-fed. Um, I haven't tried any, uh, um, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Um, simple carbohydrates. Like I haven't tried any processed carbohydrates yet or any of these things. But in the past, when I would eat those foods for the last probably four and a half, five years, maybe longer than that now, I was in Lake Austin. So maybe almost six years, I get blisters on my hands that are kind of like eczema. Um, I get a rash again where my love Nana tattoo is. That is again, just a red blistery rash. Um, I bloat like crazy and it just never made sense because I never had food intolerances. And then, you know, I would look up on Google and it's like, maybe you get food intolerances as you get older, blah, 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 blah. Excuses, excuses, excuses. Right. Um, I didn't have bright eyes anymore, which I just kind of chalked up to the fact that I'm a workaholic. I work 20 hours a day and I love what I do, uh, but I just thought, oh, I have tired eyes. Um, and I didn't think I had brain fog, to be honest, at all. But I knew I had inflammation. Like, I'm very athletic and very disciplined. So when I look at pictures from before I got implants and I look at like the size of my arms or the way my stomach was prior to implants, um, and then even my face, like, I hardly recognize myself. I hate to say, like, the inflammation is just, it's crazy. Um, so anyway, so uh, probably 18 months ago, I went for my first consultation to get the implants removed. And it was simply because um, I'm of childbearing age. <laughs> like, I'm 30 years old. I want to have babies in the very near future. And I, quite frankly, could not imagine... Oh, excuse me. This is not even boring, but like, it's just frustrating talking about it. I feel like a dodo. But anyway, um, I can't imagine breastfeeding my future children uh, with what, like, will my breasts be like G cups? I don't know. <laughs> um, I couldn't imagine my milk coming in with, with a chest that size. That's really the only way I can describe it. And, um, and that was why I initially went. And then... You know, I don't know. I moved to Texas. I started going into some consultations, started looking around, and then just like life happened. I got super busy in my business and I didn't schedule surgery. I started traveling a lot, obviously. 
um, a lot of Asia tours, Australia tours, Europe tours, United States tours. Um, and, and it just kind of got put on the back burner. That's the only reason I can describe it. This wasn't because of money. This wasn't because of anything like else like that. Uh, time was really the resource I was looking for. And, um, then I happened to meet a group of girls when I moved to Texas, uh, eight months ago at the gym. And I happened to say, you know, I can't wait to get my breasts out. Like, I, I'm over my implants. Um, it's just time, and I want to have babies, and I can't imagine breastfeeding like, like this. And this girl responded back with, you realize, like, one of the best um, one of the best doctors for this in the world is in Dallas. And I said, really? And she said, yeah, start doing, like, a lot of research. I said, well, I've done a lot of research. I know I want um, an explant with capsulectomy and, and block, which just basically means they're removing the entire pocket. They're taking everything out. They're getting rid of all the silicone. And just so you know, I don't care if you have saline implants, your shell is still silicone. Um, and so you still have silicone in your body, no matter what you're thinking about this. Okay. Um, so at any rate, um, so I booked a consultation. I booked a consultation, and he had a seven-month waiting list at the time. His name is Dr. John Burns in Dallas, Texas. And um, he sent back my – he sent me, you know, my information. He said, you know, you're an excellent candidate for this. Um, I think it's going to be great. <laughs> so I asked for his next available surgery date. He said July 31st. I said, I'll take it. Um, and I didn't know if it was going to work with my schedule. I didn't know – uh, you know, if it was going to work with my travel, I didn't know if it was going to work with my business, but I knew I needed to prioritize it. And so I just paid in full right up front. Um, and I, I just let everyone know like, Hey, July 31st, I'm having surgery. And then I really just started putting stuff out into the universe. I started putting stuff out like my breasts are going to look great. I started putting stuff out like I was going to heal very quickly. Um, the 31st is a Wednesday and was a Wednesday and every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time our team has a team training and I kept saying I'm going to be on the training I'm going to be the one running the training I'm going to be the one teaching leading coaching through the entire training I'm doing all of it and I meant that um I kept saying I wasn't going to have pain I kept saying I was going to feel great uh and I guess this goes back to all my podcasts where I talk about manifestation and I talk about creating your own reality and I talk about all these things and guys like it's so real like it's so real now keep in mind again I didn't think I was sick I didn't think anything was wrong like I just wanted them out because I was like I think I'm holding on to some inflammation in my body that I don't want like it's unwanted weight that I don't know why I have this weight for no reason because I'm just a healthy person um and and let's just get it done with so I go in the morning of the 30 for or I go in for my pre-op you know he tells me the plan take these out sew it up blah 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 uh you know clean it all out send it to pathology whatever whatever I didn't think I had anything wrong I didn't think I had a ruptured anything I didn't think anything okay I go in the morning of surgery with Alexander and Jenny came with me because nurse Jenny said, you know, whatever. She made me fill all these prescriptions for all these pain meds and whatever, whatever. Um, and we go in and the surgery, I guess, was about two and a half hours long. Uh, and he removed everything. And I, well, first of all, I guess we'll start with the anesthesiologist. Amazing job. Amazing job. Did not miss the vein. No rupture. Nothing <laughs> like that. Um, but I woke up from surgery, and let's do a fan of the week. So, fan of the week is a five-star review from Marshall Jacob. Jacob. Um, and all you have to do to be fan of the week is leave a five-star review on iTunes. And then you also, for the next 24 hours, as soon as I'm done here, there will be a $50 giveaway on my Instagram story. So, go over to Instagram and um, 
make sure you are posting this on your Instagram story. Screenshot this if you're getting any value from this. And uh, and, and somebody will have a $50 waiting for their bank account. So make sure you pay attention. So this fan of the week is Marshall Jacob. And it's, uh, it's headlined hashtag hustle for boss Lee. I absolutely love listening to this woman. She's so inspiring. And I'm not just talking about a network marketing. I'm talking about just life in general. Because you really can apply her preaching to so many things in life. I found this sweet girl a good while back and have secretly been watching and listening and mostly learning. Jesse Lee, you don't even realize the impact that you truly have on people because some just like me watch from afar and never say a whole lot. I love listening to you and your positivity and even in the bad times, you just keep on going and smiling and I'm sure sometimes it's hard to do, but you just have that way. I hope one day I'm as inspiring as you are and I also hope to one day just say, I did it, I made it. I love that review. Thank you so much, Marshall Jacob. Uh, That's amazing and beautiful. And thank you to all 467 of you who have left reviews on the podcast. It really does mean a lot to me. And um, I cannot do this without you. So thank you for sharing um, your truth. All right. So I lie down for surgery. There was no counting down. There was none of that. I just was out. And I woke up. And this is not even a joke. Even though anesthesia can take it out of you. I mean, I was tired. But I was like, yeah, I'm good. Like, I'm alert. And I know Alexander was recording, like trying to find me, get me saying something funny or whatever. And I said nothing funny. I just said, hey, babe. And I gave him a kiss. Um, and I still remember all of it. I remember getting wheeled out to the, uh, the car. I remember getting in the car. I remember falling asleep <laughs> on the way back to my house in Frisco, which is about a half hour from um, the downtown Dallas office. Um, and I remember being great. I remember getting home. I remember drinking ketones. I drank my little concoction. I always drink. I got in bed. I worked from bed right away. Didn't go to sleep. Um, worked for about an hour and a half to fell asleep while I was, uh, while I was working actually, uh, woke back up again, (laughs) uh, had some more ketones because ketones pull inflammation from your body. And I looked in the mirror at that time and this guys is where I was, I realized I was I was getting sick from my implants. Um, I looked at my skin and it had been about three hours post-op and it was like the color came back to my face. It was like the redness of the cystic acne was already gone. Alexander came up to me and he was like, your face already looks different to me. And I said, I know my nose. I did not realize was inflamed. Um, I have really good bone structure. It's the Norwegian in me. And I didn't realize that my face was so inflamed. Like I always thought I had a very square face since um, my early 20s and I don't. (laughs) And so I'm looking at myself in the mirror and it's like my cheekbones hollowed out. It was like I lost 20 pounds in in three hours. My nose started slimming down. And like I said, it was like my skin was glowing. And then I looked in the mirror and I looked at the whites of my eyes and then I teared up because they were like as bright as your computer screen. (laughs) Like it, I can't even explain it. Like I didn't know what I didn't know, I guess is just the only way to explain it. And I got in bed and I prepared for our zoom and at 6 30 PM, I went live and coached a leadership zoom at 7 PM. I coached a team training for 400 people. Um, I went to bed at a normal time that night, maybe 11.30 p.m. I took no painkillers. I took no um, anything, no anti-inflammatories, no Valium, no anything. Um, I took my antibiotics because obviously it's a major surgery, and that was it. 
Uh, I went to bed in my little compression garment, uh, and that was that. Like, I hadn't even seen my chest. And I woke up the next morning, and I felt incredible. Now, I'm still a little sore. I'm still a little tender, like, if you were to, like, grab my chest, I guess. But it's nothing. Like, I can't run or anything like that. It needs to heal. I have all kinds of internal stitching, I'm sure, and stuff of that nature. But I woke up the next day, woo, wide-eyed, bushy-tailed, good to go, like, ready to rock and roll. Went in for some lymphatic massages to drain any inflammation from my body. Um, And... I walk into the massage and she's like, you don't look like somebody who had surgery. I said, I don't feel like somebody who had surgery. I feel amazing. She's like, oh my gosh. And I I said, look at me in the mirror. Like I literally look like a different person. I know I was, you know, Instagram storying and everything like that. Um, I took a picture that night, like holding up the, the, the implants that you literally get back. It's on my Instagram. If you don't already follow me. Um, and I just, I, I look different. Like, I don't even, I look like me. Like, I look like I feel like I should be looking at 30 years old, you know? And um, I went for a lymphatic massage to my post-op. And the, doc, the, the lady literally at the front desk who sees these every day goes, you don't look like somebody who just had surgery. And I said, well, I do have a secret weapon. And she said, what's that? And I said, I'm fasted currently. I fasted 24 hours before surgery. I fasted during surgery. I'm about 70 hours faster right now. I go and I see my doctor who has performed thousands of these surgeries and he said, you look incredible. You are healing better than anybody I know. What are you doing? I said, I'm doing a 60 hour fast that I've now extended um, that quite frankly, my company sells. And he's like, whatever it is you are doing, I like, I wish everybody did it. And I'm like, huh, appreciate that. Like I allowed my body to heal. I took everything out of my body. I cleared out, you know, my, obviously my digestive tract, um, from, from this. I didn't have any of these crazy constipation issues. I didn't take any laxatives. I didn't take any painkillers. I didn't take anything guys. Like I literally just did a three day fast. And then this month I sold like a billion of these three day fasts. I'm not really shocked because I don't care what kind of surgery you're having or if you're just trying to reset your metabolism or if you're trying to pull, you know, inflammation. All the things I was trying to do because I knew I was having surgery, right? Like better digestion, better sleep, better skin, better mood, better focus, you know, um, better healing. That's really why I did the three-day fast. Um, But it allowed for me to just have this incredible experience. Like I didn't have this pain that people are always talking about. People are, oh, it's debilitating. Ah, it is not debilitating. Nope. I, I beg to differ. Um, instantly I felt that I, I, I just feel different. Like, um, this is probably TMI, but let's just go with it. I don't have sensitive nipples that nope. Yeah, I do now. <laughs> like what's going on, man. I hope you guys earmuffed that really fast. Um, I'm like, wow, like my body's way more responsive. Um, I will leave it at that because this was about to get very, not, not, not kid friendly, but very much so more responsive. I guess adults who are listening to this know what I'm trying to say. Um, and I just have trusted my body's intuition through this entire process. I guess that's just, that's my only way to describe this. Um, and then I just started noticing every day. I'm like, like I'm down like, I don't know, nine pounds since surgery. Three pounds of it is implants. That's it. <laughs> so to tell you I'm holding on to inflammation, I don't know what else to tell you guys. I haven't switched my diet. I went straight from that reboot, that three-day fast, like I said. Um, and I went straight into 
keto again you know i'm still drinking my ketones i'm still taking my supplements i'm supplementing a ton of electrolytes um like six of them a day i went and i got an iv um as well just to make sure i'm totally hydrated on a you know a cellular level i'm taking electrolytes with with uh with um with uh mitochondria support and my brain fog that i did not know i had is gone (laughs) like i thought i was the most clear cognitive person I know it's like I woke up it's funny because my friend Sydney said to me she's like Jesse Lee she's like quit staring at me like that I'm like what are you talking about she's like you are like looking into my soul <laughs> um and she, you know I see Sydney more than pretty much anyone and she and Jenny were like Jesse Lee like look at you you are tiny and I'm like but don't you think this is what I'm supposed to look like and what I mean by that is if you're around me I eat better than everybody <laughs> I exercise better than everybody. I am more disciplined than everyone in my life. Yet, it doesn't matter. Like, I am not as skinny, or or in the past, I guess, as Sydney. Or, like, I look at a Jenny or a lot of my friends, and I'm like, my God, like, do you see what I eat compared to what you're eating? Like, what is going on? Um, So, I don't know. Just, just like, a little FYI. But um, some things that have changed um, still not breastfeeding just cause I still don't have a baby, but you know, we'll work on that. <laughs> um, the heat rash is gone and that could just, I could, I could cry about that. Um, I know it allows me now to go to the pool when the sun's still up. It allows me to go to Hawaii and spend more time honoring my Nana. Um, it allows me to go on more of these vacations like Greece coming up next month and be in the hot, hot heat of Greece and, uh, you know, not think about, um, overheating and then ruining my entire trip on day one. Um, it allows me now we've been driving with the roof off in the Porsche. It has, it has allowed me to enjoy the 110 degree Texas heat and just love it. Um, my acne is 99% gone. Um, I think I have like two pimples left and that's it. So I'm not wearing makeup to cover anything. Um, like I said, I don't know about the food intolerances yet simply because I have not gone outside of my diet. I would like for my body to heal for probably another four or five weeks before I try something like, I don't know, something with sugar or something with processed anything, even unintentionally. And by sugar, I mean stuff like honey or something like that. Um, I'm not going to go eat like a birthday cake or anything like that um I already told you about the whites of my eyes I already told you about the brain fog I already told you about the inflammation um and really I guess my message with telling you all of this is just it's not worth it (laughs) like I think about what I did to my body and I can't believe it right like I almost feel like I don't know like people tell you things are healthy like you know it's not you know what I mean like of course, implanting something in your body is not healthy. And and just do research. Like, you don't need to message... You can message me, but you don't need to message me and ask me a thousand questions. Although, if you want to, that's fine, too. You can totally confide in me. But do your research. Go read about it. Don't assume that because a doctor tells you it's fine or, oh, it's a medical implant or whatever, that it's going to be fine. And love your body. Like, guys, it's the year of the butt anyway. By year of the butt, I mean, like, it's the century of the butt like go build a butt at the gym like I did don't go like Kim Kardashian and (laughs) implant stuff into your butt you know what I mean like build the body you want and 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 you're sexy no matter what you look like I guess is what I'm trying to say and maybe that's weird coming from me because I 
put myself through two surgeries now, one to implant, one to explant. So maybe that sounds nuts, but this whole breast implant illness is a very real thing. And I want more people to know about it because I don't want other 22 year old girls like me to go think that they're not worthy like I did and think they need to change their body like I did to be beautiful. And quite frankly, I don't know any sexy 90 year olds, right? Like your body and your face and whatever you look like physically at the end of the day doesn't matter. And I do mean that. Like I want you guys to focus more on your personality and your heart because you can't Photoshop those. And I know maybe there's a lot of Instagram influencers out there and whatever who make you feel some type of way. And I would like to be the Instagram influencer or podcast influencer or Facebook influencer who just tells you it's not worth it and you're perfect the way you are. And maybe that's cliche, but it's true. Like, it doesn't make you more beautiful because you have big breasts. It doesn't make you more beautiful if you have small breasts. Doesn't matter at all. Like, you're beautiful exactly how you are. And I say that and I mean that. And I don't wish the almost $20,000 now that I've spent on two surgeries on anybody. That money could have gone towards opening wells and schools in Africa. $20,000 could have gone towards a women's shelter that I'm going to open. $20,000 could have gone towards the, the, the pit bull rescue I'm going to open. Could have gone towards a lot of good in the world. And instead, it went towards my own insecurities. And so uh, that's really hard to say, I guess. Um, but it's the truth. And so... I like to be transparent with you guys. I like to be honest with you guys. I like to be open with you guys. And I just like to be me. And so with that said, my experience with the X-Plan has been amazing. I went in a week after surgery, which is a little over a week ago. And Dr. John Byrne said that this was his best work ever. So if you're wondering what they look like, um, they're beautiful. <laughs> you're never going to see a photo of them because, again, that's just not me. Um, Alexander's happy. I'm happy. My babies are going to be happy. And... Um, Ultimately, that's what matters. So with that said, I love you guys. I appreciate you. God bless every single one of you. Please love you. And don't worry about anything physical because at the end of the day, we're all going to have wrinkles. We're all going to be saggy. And somebody's going to love you anyway because you're beautiful on the inside. So have a great rest of your day. My name is Jessie Lee. You can also call me hashtag boss Lee. If you haven't already put this in your story, I would. And I would probably send this to uh, a friend of yours who needs to hear this. Maybe there are young women that you think need to hear this. Maybe there are friends of yours um, that have, you know, honestly, guys, like, you know what I'm gonna do really fast? I'm going to get you the side effects of breast implant illness. That's what I'm going to do. Okay? Because I think a lot of people do not uh, do not know about this. Okay? So, uh, shoot. I wish this were faster. Hold on a second. Oh, la, 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 la. Sorry. I know, guys. You're waiting for me. All right. These are the kinds of things that I want you to uh, to pay attention to. Okay? Uh, because, quite frankly, these uh, these are all very real. So, find it quick enough this is bad and i don't know how to edit podcast all right well basically it's all kinds of stuff everything from nausea to headaches to um 
uh, let me see, uh, hold on. Uh, inflammation, like I said, to brain fog, to uh, hives on your body, to fatigue, to weakness, to aches and pains. Um, people get, get dizziness and arrhythmias and muscle twitching and seizures and hormone problems, um, leaky gut issues. Um, guys, I mean, I can't even find the list. I'm just listing this off the top of my head now, quite frankly. Increased cat. Oh, guys, there have been implants. Implants are getting recalled now by the FDA, just so you know, uh, because they are causing cancer. So I guess cancer is a side effect as well. Um, just inflammatory diseases in general, uh, you know, chest deformity, hematomas, infections, toxic shock syndrome, inflammation, irritation, lymphedemia. Um, redness, bruising, seromas, skin rashes, all kinds of stuff. Like, just Google it. It's real. It's very real. And I think more people need to talk about it. So on that note, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for the shares. Thanks for everything you do. I love you. I'm glad to be transparent with all of you. My name is Jesse Lee. You can also call me hashtag Boss Lee. You can also call me the People's Mentor. And have a beautiful rest of your evening.